Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, yeah. oh, call the police, there's been another robbery. How has this happened again? Oh, we, I thought we learnt our lesson, Australia, but Shannon Knoll has come second in a Channel 10 reality show yet again. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Finale was tonight. A big uh, congratulations to Fiona O'Loughlin for absolutely. winning. But it does mean that Australia's sweetheart, Shannon Knoll, uh, bridesmaid again. He, it took him 13, no, 15 years to build up the courage to go on a Channel 10 reality show again, only to be dished up the runner-up award once more. This this has to be the biggest outrage in Australian history. This it's, is ridiculous. It's a rough night for Shannon. Oh, uh, we want to be there for him, and I think we've come up with a way that you can be there for him as well. Well, this is what we're hoping, that, that maybe if the country bands together around Nolsey right now, he'll make it through this like he made it through 2003. That's our hope. Let's hope so, guys. But up next, we are going to need your help. Mm. We're going to be reassuring Shannon Noel <laughs> in just minutes. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. These are the moments we don't like doing, but... no. As broadcasters, Dom, we do have to announce the good and the bad. And tonight we come with sad news as it is revealed that Shannon Knoll has once again come second on a Channel 10 reality TV show. This is unbelievable. I can't believe we're sitting here again. I thought we would have learnt our lessons from 2003 when this happened in Australian Idol. Winner of Australian Idol 2003 is Guy Sebastian. And nothing against Guy. No. Great guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to feel for Shannon when tonight, mm. on the finale of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Unbelievable. We hear this. The winner of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here 2018 is... It's, it's Fiona! <laughs> Australia, Shannon needs us. 131060. Mm-hmm. Let's show him some support. I can hear you getting a bit choked up over there, I'm Zach. sorry. It's just... <laughs> How could he lose two Channel 10 reality shows? There's not much How... that gets me. No. But seeing Nolsey uh, go down again. Yep. There's only so much one Aussie battler can take. Okay, it's time for some messages uh, Messages of support. I That's what he first. needs right now, because I feel it. like he's in a fragile state. And the phone line is open for those messages. First up, Zach, uh, I'd just like to say, Shannon... I know you've had your heart broken by yet another reality show, but keep your spirits up because I know they're looking for Married at First Sight contestants for next season at the moment. And you're going to be yes. so happy. You can get on there, Shannon. That's one you can win and the whole country will get behind I you. I think Nolsey is happily married. but Is he? I didn't check his marital status <laughs> before but I wrote my I message. I think he would be happy to go on any reality <laughs> show just to get the win. I don't even think they necessarily have winners on that show. Maybe it's the show he needs. Dear Shannon, mm. there's nothing wrong with second. I can't help to think that maybe this wouldn't have happened if you hadn't shaved off your soul patch. (laughs) But hey, right now isn't the time for what ifs. It's just for us to get behind you and say you're our guy. Well, we won't say guy because that's touchy. (laughs) You're our man. It's moving, Zach. Sorry, that's just... 13, 10, 60. Let's stand (sighs) together, people. Okay. Let's send some messages to Shannon Noel. What about me? We have Emma in Hobart. Emma, what's your message for Shannon Noll tonight? Shannon, I love you and your sexy goat beard. 
Oh, well, that's just beautiful. It isn't fair. I've had enough. Now I want my share. Wow. Couldn't have said it better myself. Jordan <laughs> in New South Wales. Jordan, what is your message to Shannon Noll? Uh, Jordan, are you blasting? He's choked up. I think, Jordan, that's not even our radio you can hear in the background. Jordan's <laughs> blasting. What about me in his own car there? Jordan, have you got a message of support for Shannon Noll? No, Jordan's having too emotional a night over there. It's okay. We understand that. Not everyone will be able to pull themselves <laughs> together. This is a time where we try to help each other out. Yeah, and, and look, if, you know, Jordan's friends and family are listening... Give him a hug tonight. I don't think phones work yep. if you cry too much. Well, that's water The damage. water gets into it. Depending, <laughs> I mean, I know some phones are waterproof, but not all. <laughs> Jordan's phone will need to be in rice later tonight just to fix that one up. We do have Lincoln on 131060. Lincoln, what is your message of support for Shannon Knoll? Oh, uh, yeah, g'day. Um, I just wanted to say absolutely gutted for you, Shannon. Yep. Uh, absolutely furious that this has happened once again. Yep. And just reckon that we should start the uh, hashtag uh, Robbed Again 2018. Yeah. Robbed Again 2018. What about me? Robbed Again 2018, Zach. And doesn't that sum up the, the thoughts of a country tonight? Put your soul patches out, people. Yep. As a tribute to Shannon Noel. Mm. It will show him that we care. Do you know when uh, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull's expected to make his press conference on this one? I think early tomorrow morning. Early tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. A country recovers tonight. We're with you, Shannon. We've got your back. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I've got a little bit of a beef that I have to bring up with you because I feel like it's been getting in the way of our friendship tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were in my dream last night. Okay, well, this is um, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it, it's as, as uncomfortable for me. You were in my dream and you did something, you, you hurt me in the dream. You did something I'm not happy about. I thought we had a no dream story on the well, radio. No <laughs> one wants to hear a story I about your dream. I, 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 but I'm requesting a temporary reprieve from the no dream story. Denied. Rule. <laughs> you can't deny Play me. the next song. I'm not playing the next song because here's what happened, Zach. In my dream, and it felt very real, you left me to do a radio show with Denise Drysdale. <laughs> I didn't think you had seen those text messages. <laughs> Denise and I come from different generations, and that's the hook. Now, obviously, Denise uh... Drysdale, just Studio 10 star, uh, grandmother, a woman in, I think, her 60s, uh, star of morning TV for probably 20, 30 years now. Now, I remember you telling me that you just wanted to go in a new direction and that Denise and you had been working secretly on a project for a while now. Yeah, it's uh, baby boomers versus millennials, (laughs) and the picture is Denise and I, arms crossed, back to back. (laughs) Look into camera. I, I asked you if I could stay on the show in some capacity. Like, maybe I'll just push the buttons or be a producer. And you told me Denise had especially requested that I wasn't involved. <laughs> we so, had a meeting about it. Look, it's tough. Did uh, Were we still doing late nights? Or did we move maybe over to AM? No, no, no. It's still late nights here okay, on this wow. radio station. <laughs> Denise and you. Denise had, had, was trying to appeal to a younger market, I'm pretty sure. So yes. she was going to go join this radio station. Yep. That's actually not a bad idea for a show. <laughs> what, what, you and Denise Drysdale? Yeah. If this ends up being the show and I get ditched for you to do a show with Denise, I'm with you and Ding Dong, I'm going to be so Ding hard. Dong? Yeah, that's a nickname. Ding Dong Drysdale. Okay, well, I know what the <laughs> open is going to be. <laughs> get the front door sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, here's my rule. If you end up going and doing a show with Denise Drysdale, I'm doing one with Ida Buttrose. Okay, <laughs> okay the, uh, we once got along, now we're rivals. <laughs> I'll see you at the ratings day. <laughs>
This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, when you are a taxi or Uber driver by trade, I imagine there's nothing more exciting than the day that you end up with a celebrity passenger. It would have to happen sooner or later. Statistically. Yeah, well, uh, it has happened to a taxi driver in Sydney who has had... Uh, Channel 9 reporter, Peter Stefanovic. Um, would you say the less famous Stefanovic is well, that? Well, definitely, because the other one is a gold Logie winner. Well, that's, and that's the metric, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess he's he's not the non-gold Logie winner, And I reckon Carl would bring that to family lunches, <laughs> just to rub it in his face. It, it would be there at Christmas lunch. It would always be there, and, the gold And Logie. Peter would go to sit down next to Carl and go, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and then you'd look at the chair and there was a gold Logie in the chair. <laughs> that's his seat. <laughs> Well, look, yes, uh, Peter Stefanovic gets in this taxi driver's car, apparently on speakerphone having a chat with Carl, mm. which is what I like to imagine that Stefanovic's always in contact like that. Of course. Uh, and the this taxi driver has apparently gotten so excited that they've, I believe, illegally secretly recorded the whole conversation. Anyway, they've been, the, the long story is they've been trying to sell it around to media outlets today. Everyone's like, well, we're not buying that. Because it's illegal? I think Or because what was said was... I think because secret recordings are illegal. Yes, okay. Which is not a well enough known rule, uh, really. Um, you were secretly recorded yeah, once, weren't you? <laughs> what I was thinking, a friend of ours at the radio station should really read up on this law as well. <laughs> Scotty, uh, we if you're listening. Say, we need to say it. that wasn't in the radio station's capacity. That no. That was in no. a private podcast. <laughs> a private podcast. That you weren't aware that you're a part of. <laughs> Thankfully, no one's heard that. So <laughs> we're all good. Uh, but look, it, it, it raises an interesting topic because it would be exciting. You would have that flutter in your heart when a celebrity gets in your car. Of course. And we want to know, 131060, who has been in your car? Who who have you had as a passenger? You and I aren't drivers professionally, Dom. No. So it's hard for us to add to this. However, in my one day as a driver, (laughs) tell me if you think this counts. I drove Daryl Summers. Mr. Hey, Hey, it's Saturday. Now, I, I've heard this story, and I think Daryl Summers is possibly the top of the pile. That's okay. as good as it gets. What, tell, tell the story. I was working as a producer on a radio <laughs> show on a community radio station. Mm. The announcers had written a musical, <laughs> and they told me they'd booked Daryl Summers to perform it mm. live on air that morning, mm. and I had to go pick him up. Now, when I picked him up, the problem was he thought he was going to an interview. <laughs> He didn't know about the musical. So I had to pitch and convince him to do the musical on the drive over. <laughs> he agreed, though. He, he, it was, he actually did a really good he job. He did a smashing job of, of the musical that morning, and that's just a testament to uh, Daryl The improv musicals. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're from yesteryear, aren't they? You they no really longer are. hear those on the radio. Are you telling me Les Mis wasn't once an improv musical? No. No, that was written. 13, 10, 60. Who did you have in your car? We have Danny in Melbourne. Who's the celeb, Danny? Uh, I had the the winners from the blocks two years ago. Oh, two years ago, Dom. Do you recall who they are? Oh, I'm trying Will, to think. Will Will was his name. I can't remember her name. Will. Okay. How recently after their victory were they in your car? I picked them up from the house after they were uh, judged the winners. Oh, the, uh, you're the getaway driver, Danny. <laughs> Celebrations. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Did you see? Did you see Scott came out the window? No. No, okay. Of course, Scott's off having his catering. That is the peak of their fame as well. That's it. That's the top. (laughs) If you did a graph of their declining fame. Yeah, it'd slide pretty dramatically down after that. Got them completely, completely at their best. Uh, Gavin on 131060. Gavin, who have you had in your car? I have had two famous people in my car, actually. Okay. I uh, went to a concert last year. 
And I had Lee Kernigan and Mikhail taken to the back car park where he was performing. Okay. Lee Kernigan, country star, obviously. Playing in the yep. back car park. And the other one I had is an AFL footballer from the Giants. He retired last year, Shane Mumford. Oh, of course, Shane Mumford. You're the AFL guy. Do yes. you know him, Dom? Shane Mumford played for uh, Greater Western Sydney and I think also Geelong initially. I thought Shane Mumford was one of Mumford and Sons. <laughs> he, well, Shane is the Mumford in Mumford and Sons, yes. obviously. Um, uh, a, a few of the brothers <laughs> yeah. formed a band. One of them plays AFL. <laughs> uh, Joe on 131060. Joe, who have you had in your car? Yeah, g'day, gents. Uh, I've had Michael Klim uh, in my car. Oh, that's impressive. How long ago was this? That was uh, last year. I um, picked him up and took him to his house and had a long chat with him. Is he still sporting the uh, slick haircut? Yeah, yeah, the bald haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, I don't know if that, was that for aerodynamics or? What, the, the shaving the head? Yeah, that's a good well, question. I would shave my head if I was a swimmer, would you? Well, I mean, I don't think I'd, I'd get that far down my swimming career. I've always thought, why wear a... Why you you're training so hard for so long? Yeah, you, you're getting up at five every morning. That's true. Just shave your head. Why would you wear a swimming cap? That's a, like, it is a sacrifice. So, Joe, did you recognise Michael Klim immediately, or did he have to say his name before you realised who it was? No, I I could tell straight away as soon as he hopped in the car. I knew who he was. Well, that's good Klim-y. news. That's good news for for Michael Klim that he's still instantly recognisable. We did get three sports stars and a country singer. <laughs> I was hoping for an Adele. Hey, we got the block winners. The block well, winners, the block winners. right, but I was hoping for something a little more uh, recent. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump doesn't know whether to watch MKR or Married at First Sight. You know, that's an argument that's happening right now. There are two very distinct views on that. I can go, honestly, I can go either way on it. Also, Mariah Carey wasn't interested in the I'm a Celebrity finale. Do you really think I watch that show? It's, to quote my five-year-old son, is Boeing. And Pauline Hanson thinks that Ed Sheeran's song lyrics are too sappy. And a lot of his songs I've heard, you, you wouldn't even want to play them because of the lyrics. So why we've got him, who knows? I won't be going anyway, I won't be listening to him. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead, for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. The happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get into the Collective Now for, or no matter what your wage is, there's room for you. All it's going to cost is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Now on iTunes, leave that five-star rating, and then you're in, and you can write whatever you want. You know, Dom, that I am looking for people to open the Collective Now forum by yes. doing those words mm. I yelled at the start. All you need to do is mm. record your voice on your phone, send it to our Facebook page like Tim did last week. Over yep. here, I have a pile of them. Do you? You can see. Yes. I'm just waiting in entries. <laughs> uh, in fact, how are you standing? That feels like that would be hard to stand in that many entries. Uh, I just, you know, I thought those aren't good enough. <laughs> 
Oh, that's harsh. That's hundreds you're throwing away. Well, we have a high standard. We do. And obviously, Tim made the cut. But are you really going to get rid of that, that those hundreds well, of Well, Dom, we can't entries? just let anyone in willy-nilly. People might think. Yep. Well, you've done a couple <laughs> of forums without someone opening it since sure. you announced it. It doesn't sound like you're getting many entries. Not the case. <laughs> right. It's because the quality. Okay. I've been here to 6 a.m. every morning going through them. <laughs> just frustrated. I really want to put someone in here. Yeah, right. But I can't do it because... I. We just can't drop our standards. No, look, I get that. So how many entries have we received? Thousands. Thousands. In the multiple thousands. Wow. I don't want the quality uh, prerequisite to deter anyone from entering, (laughs) though. Because I'm sure you who's listening right now, yeah. I think your entry will make it in. Oh, do you? Yeah. And what what make what gives you that confidence? I just feel it. Yeah, okay. I it's just I feel like uh you who I'm talking to right now, yes you. Yeah. I feel like the soul and energy you'd put into it <laughs> yes. is so much more than the thousands of people who have done it previous. <laughs> Great. Well uh, hopefully because you know you're going to get another few thousand over the next few days. Hopefully one I'm of them I'm willing to do that. I'll yeah. listen to everyone. That's my vow. <laughs> All right, well, if you do want to open the forum, uh, do record that and send it to our inbox on the Facebook page. We'd love to have you do that if it's good enough, obviously. Uh, first in the forum today, Zach, uh, we have Bree, please, 94. Welcome in, Bree. Uh, Bree just says that they've been listening to the podcast at their work desk for the past couple of months and thanks us for helping them through the hectic and boring days. Now, can I just say... Uh, no problems, Bree. Absolutely no problems. Uh, I would think... Do, my question to you, Zach, do you think sitting at your work desk, you could get work done listening to this show? Yeah. You do? Yep. You don't think it would inhibit maybe your effectiveness? Did you listen to things when... Well, you've never done work, so... <laughs> I did work at Coles briefly for three weeks. And obviously you wouldn't be allowed to... You'd be listening to Coles Radio there. Coles Radio. Uh, and well, Coles Radio probably wasn't around then. No, they didn't have Coles they Radio. They would have had stage. music on, though. They did have music, and the manager used to take over the microphone at the back and just read out the specials <laughs> over the music. So. And did anyone else get an opportunity to do that? Uh, no. I, I, it's funny I never requested it. Really, that would have been my early signs. Because but... I worked at Bilo. Okay. And you had to speak over the speakers to request price checks. Yeah, right. Did you ever do that or were you there too infrequently? Uh, no, I was. I think price checks had become automated by the time I was I was employed at Coles. I still hear announcements, mate. Really? Price check announcements? Yeah, what do you mean automated? I don't yes, know. Yes, of course, I, of course there was a computer. <laughs> yeah, well. I didn't work there in 1922. <laughs> I wasn't bringing it up on one of those... <laughs> One of those long docket machines that I see in those old movies. Well, I'm just saying. No, like, like if it yeah. didn't go through the computer, you needed mm. someone to physically go check the price. Right. I, I've not so heard. So you could call someone. You've never heard an announcement? I have. I don't think I've heard a price check in the past five years. Okay. Well, what you'd have to do is you'd mm. have to ask for a member from the area that it came from. Yeah, right. Now, I was 14, mm. had a bit of stage fright, and I couldn't say the word groceries. <laughs> okay. Why, what do you mean you couldn't say the word uh, I got the, I think the C and the S and the ER in the middle was too much for me. Sure. Right. It's, um, it's a big word. And so I went, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Had a much higher voice back then. So yeah. I was like, could I please get a staff member from Grocer? Grocer? <laughs> Grocer? A staff member tile, eh? <laughs> <laughs> And it was so bad. Oh, it was wow. so bad. Everyone in the store was looking at me because I obviously, uh, I butchered my big chance because I reckon I would be on Coles Radio now if it wasn't for that. <laughs> That's They would have been scouting the that store that day. That was my audition. Well, I reckon there would have been people walking up the aisles hearing that voice thinking, I reckon this guy's going to do a mediocre late it. night show. He's got it. Give it 10 years, yep. 15 years, this guy's going to be a star. 
Uh, yeah, so that was my experiences. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, uh, we're talking about passing time at work. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I had more the pirate radio set up at my Coles where I worked at. But, it, look, it, I, I guess uh, the podcast is, what, 30, 35 minutes-ish a day? Mm. You could probably knock off 35 minutes, I reckon. Easy. And I, I used to spend – I don't know, Bree, how serious your job is. Yeah. But I used to spend – hours in the mezzanine level of a job I had at one stage. Yep. I blew up their promotional beach balls and hit it against the wall. <laughs> Were you paid well in that job? Not well. Not well. Okay. Well. They got what they paid for. <laughs> I also fell asleep in the library once. <laughs> it was very, the air conditioning was good and it was dark. <laughs> Well, that's the work ethic that we both bring to this <laughs> this radio show. I think uh, Bree does go on to say actually they've got a she's got an inquiry. She says I must ask: Is Dom still single? I definitely have uh, a little crush on him. I make a mean mozzarella cheese fondue if that gets brownie points. Mm. Now, oh, well, you know what else gets brownie points? What brownies? <laughs> that's true. Literal brownies. <laughs> that's that. That will get brownie points with me. I got to say, uh, I, are you I'm, single? I am single. I'm yep. very single, and I'm surprised that uh, I haven't encountered Brie on one of the many dating apps that I did briefly have on my phone. You had phone. six that <laughs> okay, well, for did, one weekend. You didn't need to say the number. I think we've said that on the radio we, before. Was that on air? We said uh, that. I can't remember. <laughs> You're right. There was there was a one particular weekend where I just decided a quantity, not quality approach. Yep. I'm going to try all the dating apps. Just you used two phones as well. Uh, I didn't. One use... in each hand. <laughs> I just wanted to see what all the dating apps were like because yeah. there were a bunch I hadn't tried. Anyway, I didn't really have. Your spam folder must be insane. <laughs> oh, I get seriously. And they're all so sad, the messages you get from those dating apps. It said, Dom, feeling lonely? <laughs> question mark. Like that's the subject of the email. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's not what you want to get at 2 a.m. No, it really isn't. Because I'm like, how did you know Bumble? Because <laughs> you'd you know? think deleting the app from their point of view must mean like, oh, he got a, he got a partner. Yeah, well, that's true. You know? Well, actually, no, when you do delete the app, when you get rid of it, it gives you options. Like why, why you're deleting this app or why you're closing your account. Uh, so so that's might... how they know with their follow-up. <laughs> yes. So it might say something along the lines of... Uh, I found a partner on so here. So your options or... are either I found a partner yep. or no, I would like to receive Are You Lonely <laughs> messages at 2am. Uh, I'll be honest though, as much as we do laugh about it, sometimes it is touching. <laughs> it's just nice to be contacted. It doesn't matter who by. No, so just having the inbox light up every yep. now and then. is <laughs> Getting a notification. <laughs> it's like the other week when you were going through my Google searches on my phone to do them on the radio. And I heard my phone ping and thought I've received a message. Let's do let's do a role play of that interaction. So okay. I'm going through Dom's phone, scrolling, yep. scrolling, scrolling. Oh, oh, who, who was that from? Uh, uh, Vodafone. <laughs> they got a new deal they wanted to tell you about. <laughs> And then the following week, remember, it was Uber Eats asking me to review my latest meal. But Dom gets so excited when he hears it. <laughs> it's like a little puppy dog <laughs> running to the front door thinking it's going for a walk. <laughs> so in answer to your question, Bree, yes. Still single, loves very, mozzarella. That, ticking Do both you? boxes. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not a... You're not picky on cheese. I'm not picky. Mozzarella is certainly a favourite, though. Do you um, like fondue? Have you had fondue? I actually haven't had cheese fondue, which is probably a big surprise to people listening. Right. Um, but I've had cheese in almost every other form that you yep. can get it in. So uh, I'm not more of a chocolate fondue man. You can't wait for it to melt. What do you mean? Well, oh, well, cheese has never been melted for you. It's that's just straight true. in. Text. Well, that, I mean, I'll melt it on some corn chips when I'm making homemade nachos. And when yeah. I say nachos, I need to be clear. <laughs> I do just mean Doritos in a bowl with some cheese on them in the microwave. 
uh, 40 seconds. I went to a Mexican place on the weekend that you've poo-pooed previously to me. Did you? I won't say the name. Yeah, okay. Because I think it might be a national brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. Okay. Uh, it, it's possible. I should put this disclaimer there that the reason I didn't like it was because uh, it was too healthy. <laughs> yes, that was the problem. <laughs> That's what I recall you saying now. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think in, in particular, and I know there's a lot of people out there, I've seen the memes who'll understand my pain on this. It was the coriander that did it for oh, me. Oh, right. Just seriously, the coriander ruined a perfectly good meal. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was really good. You like you didn't mind the coriander? Uh, well, I didn't notice it. Yeah, okay. So that must mean I didn't mind it. <laughs> right. Uh, look, that is all we've got time for on the Collective Noun Forum today. If you do want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating as your ticket price into the forum, write whatever you want, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's... <laughs> Pet name game. On 13-10-60, this is the game anyone with a pet can play. We believe just by hearing your pet's name, yep. we can figure out what type of animal it is. It's that easy. We need a big one tonight, Zach. We'll start with Emma on 13-10-60. Emma, what's your pet's name? Salem. Salem. Is that S-A-L-E-M? Yep. Salem, okay. Is that important to you, the spelling done? Well, I'm just thinking, you know the Salem Witch Trials? Yes. That's, uh, that's... Oh, that's the only association I have with the name Salem, to be honest. Well, I was thinking, yep. which is probably the reason why this cat was named Salem. Yeah. They remember in cat. that show okay. in the 90s, it was about witches. Mm. Oh, what was that called? Sabrina the Teenage that's Witch. That's the one. There we go. Yeah. That's the one. And wasn't sure. the cat named Salem? Was it? Yeah. I the black like... cat that talked. Uh, well, then that would that It would was be... witty yep. and sassy and also obviously a robot. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got to go with that then. Emma, is Salem a cat? No, he's a snake. Oh. Did you like uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Um, I didn't name him. No, okay. okay. <laughs> well, just, oh, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, I think, honestly, that wasn't the theory's fault. I reckon the theory backed up well there. It had great logic. Grace in Melbourne, what's your pet's name? Hi, his name's Timmy. 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 You know, I'm reckon, I reckon Timmy has some alliteration. Do you know what I mean? Timmy the animal that starts with T. Any animals starting with T come into mind? <laughs> Timmy the tree snake. <laughs> Timmy the tiger. Timmy, I actually got None think... of these common backyard <laughs> animals. I'm struggling to think of a single animal that starts with T, actually. Okay. Um, Next time toucan. You... Toucan. Timmy mm. the toucan. Usually how radio works. Yes. Yep. When you bring up something that you want the other person to continue with, make sure it's something <laughs> easy to go on with. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to say... I think Timmy is like a toy dog. I'm happy to go with a you. A toy poodle. But if it's alliteration, we miss out on this. I'll be fused. No, no, no. Be... Timmy the... T- Toy Poodle, a dog. Okay, uh, Grace, is Timmy a dog? No, Timmy's a rabbit. <laughs> Not really alliteration then. Um, <laughs> any reason for Timmy the rabbit's name? I didn't come up with his name, but his full name's Dr. Timothy Munch. Doctor? <laughs> I tip my hat to you, rabbit. It's good well, to see rabbits going out there and doing tertiary education. Well, it's annoying, though, when a rabbit's more qualified than I am. Yep. To be honest, that does cut deep a little bit. Significantly more qualified than I am. Bree in Bendigo, <laughs> what's your pet's name? Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Okay, so we're thinking a smart animal. Your what dad the... was telling me the other day how smart pigs were, Don. Yes, pigs are smart. I was thinking dolphins are known to be very smart. Yeah. <laughs> just... Uncommonly kept <laughs> in suburbia. That's true. I doubt Bree has a, a dolphin. Um, pigs are meant to be smart. Possible. 
Yeah. Crows are really smart. You probably wouldn't have a crow, but you could have a type of bird, like a budgie. That's possible. But I think I can picture you going out to the, the pig yard, the pig sty, to feed the pigs. Albert Einstein over here. You know what I mean? I could see that happening. Uh, well, I would have thought Albert Einstein might have been Timmy, the rabbit, seeing as yep. Timmy was a doctor. We're having some very <laughs> smart animals call through tonight. <laughs> Sophisticated animals. Well, I, do you reckon pig? Yeah, Bree, is Albert Einstein a pig? Incorrect. I did grow up in the country and I now live in Melbourne, but Albert Einstein was a long-necked turtle. Mm. Oh, okay. Why, why the it, name Einstein? Well, it was Albert Einstein, Benjamin Franklin and Stumpy. With the three of them, we were very yep. um, interesting children. Yeah, okay. okay. I feel right. like Stumpy missed out. <laughs> I, <agree. laughs> I feel like he might be a little jealous of how smart the other turtles are. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I think there's a possible lawsuit on our hands, Dom. I don't want to throw any stones here. It sounds like you are throwing stones. But I do have a bucket of stones next to me. (laughs) And I've got an itching for some throwing. (laughs) Right. Okay. So what have you seen? I have noticed a TV show that I think is ripping off another show, but I want you to be the judge. I'm happy happy to be judge, jury, and executioner. Do you remember a few years ago, The Block were running with this promotion? Sunday, 7 o'clock on 9. That's right. They thought they would reframe the entire way we speak about the time. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock was yeah. when you tuned in, uh, mm. and that worked pretty well because uh, block and o'clock rhyme. It was a great joke. I, mean, I remember me and some friends would often joke, when are we going for coffee? 12 o'clock. Kind of worked its way into the, the lexicon. Now, this has been brought to my attention. Yep. A similar show... Mm. In the sense that it is a lifestyle program. However, this one is Gardening <laughs> Australia on the ABC, which is kind of like the novel to the Blocks Hollywood movie, <laughs> yeah, right. if you will. Yeah, it, well, it's the more high class, the more upmarket, perhaps for the more sophisticated viewer. Now, apparently, this is how they've been opening the show. It's Gardening Australia o'clock. <laughs> 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 that one hasn't caught on as much. You and your mates aren't. <laughs> you and your mates aren't catching up for drinks at Gardening Australia. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's not great. Do you think it's a rip off? I don't know. <laughs> when is Gardening Australia record? I, just I have no idea. But um, <laughs> they might have done it first. Scott Cam might have ripped off them. We don't know. Uh, that is what we got time for tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.